This podcast is brought to you compliments of Kaspersky Lab, protecting more than 300 million systems worldwide against internet threats. Welcome to the Digital Underground Podcast. I've got uh, two of my colleagues on uh, on the podcast today. I've got Ryan Narine and Kostin Ryu, and we're going to talk a little bit about this um, uh, purple unicorn that showed up in the form of a, a Mac OS X botnet, uh, something people never thought would happen. Somehow it happened. Um, there must have been some kind of uh, hole in the space-time continuum for this to have happened, but... Um, I, Costin, let's start with this. Um, when when this first uh, when the the news of this first came out, uh, well, let's start back at the beginning. I guess flashback has been around for a long time. Uh, in you know, I think the first time I remember hearing about it was back in the fall sometime. Um, and there's there's been a few versions of it between now and then. What what is the reason that we're now seeing uh, a lot of publicity around the number of infections, and is it just the the oddity of it being a, a Mac botnet? Um, yeah, f- first of all, you're absolutely correct. Uh, this is uh, no, this is not something which uh, appeared overnight, but um, the first versions uh, actually uh, shown up around September 2011, so they have been around for a while. But uh, interesting enough, uh, previous versions were not that successful. Um, they were, okay, infecting some uh, users all around the world, so definitely the malware was active, but it was uh, not uh, building the numbers that we are seeing today. And I think the the difference uh, and what actually counts for the huge success of the most recent variants of this malware is actually the fact that um, it was installed through a uh, Java vulnerability. So through a drive-by download, uh, taking advantage of a Java vulnerability. And I think here, you know, uh, uh, it's important to point out that uh, Oracle is not allowed to update Java on macOS directly. So uh, instead of um, doing that, uh, Apple takes uh, charge of the updating function, so they update uh, Java instead of Oracle. So as a result, we have 685,000 infected users and counting at the time of speaking. That's a lot of users. I mean, um, Ryan, I think you were the one that that I heard first make the comparison to it being roughly or getting close to being the size of Conficker, not in terms of raw numbers, but relative to the the total install base for OS X and Windows. Right. If you think about it, we don't. No one knows for sure the actual uh, uh, Mac market share. Mac market share numbers are all kind of guesstimates. Yeah, that's none of your business. Right, but if, <laughs> if we go by uh, what you know, what the analyst firms are kind of projecting or, or estimating the size of Mac market share, we're getting close to 680,000 infected machines would be close to 1%, uh, which would be the equivalent of 8.5 million Windows machines if we extrapolate the Windows market share, which again is is configure was about 1% of windows uh, user base and if mm-hmm. we see if we say this flashback mac botnet is 1% of the apple uh, mac os user base then we, this is this is this is the mac figure um, uh, in terms of in terms of percentage of numbers uh, it's it's a significant threat it's clearly the most significant uh, confirmed issue we've seen on the Mac and you know just to touch on the point that Costin just made is this is entirely Apple's fault 
you know, uh, flashback has been around. It's been using, you know, uh, fake antivirus lures in the past. We've we've had, you know, multiple updates right. and iterations of it, uh, doing new and useful things. But it's the the quote unquote zero day nature of the Java exploit that really pushed it off the charts. And two 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 things, uh, you know, really frustrates me with Apple. One. And maybe our friends on the Apple security team can help me answer this. Hopefully they listen to this and help me answer this. What is the technical reason that Apple needs to update Java from Mac by themselves and not allow Sun Oracle to update uh, Java from Mac? Is there a technical reason why? uh, Oracle Sun is already very late with Java patches for known issues. Then for us to have to wait several months later, sometimes six months later for a Java from Mac update, leave this gaping window of uh, uh, exposure to Mac users, of which I'm one. I mean, I'm quote-unquote a Mac guy. And it's very, very frustrating that Apple insists on patching Java for Mac on their own and always very, very late with it. You know, that's that's one of my biggest frustrations. And Java is one of the more widely deployed pieces of software on the internet. I mean, you're, aside from Flash, it would be difficult to, to think of something else that's, you know, more widely deployed. Correct. It's, so it's browser, Flash, it. and Java. Yeah. So it's a huge target base. It's a huge uh, base of exposure. Not like only a huge target base, but a, a commonly exploited target as well. It's bypassed right. Flash and PDF as the number one uh, target for malware writers on a Windows operating system. And now that there's been a proof of concept proven uh, 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 exposure uh, situation on the Mac, uh, you can up, absolutely expect to see, you know, as Java stuff comes out on Windows and, and we sit and wait three to six months on Mac, you can expect to see guys just piggyback on this uh, this example of flashback to do attacks on the Mac. And and the point no one has made yet is the fact that Apple has this uh, xprotect.plist rudimentary antivirus type feature in Mac OS. Yeah. Yep. No update yet for, for this for this threat. Mm. It's ridiculous. And that's, as we said, that's it's six or seven or eight months old at this point. And, you know. and a week old uh, from the time they know and they've right. confirmed that it's, you know, they have more than half a million of their users in a botnet. What is taking Apple so long to ship an update for me to uh, clean these machines? It's crazy. Oh, it's a uh, great question. If I may hear, you know, as uh, we just released a um, disinfection tool for this malware, I must say that actually it's not that easy, you know, removing the malware from your computer and making sure that the computer is still working um, as it's supposed to, it's not that easy. So I, I presume that Apple is now uh, working day and night testing their own patches, but um, I think that two things will happen. It will still take a few to, a few more days for them to release uh, automatic cleaning for these things. And secondly, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure, you know, I can almost swear that uh, we will see some errors. Um, you know, the cleaning uh, will crash some computers maybe. They'll cause problems. Uh, this is unavoidable. And um, other companies like Microsoft, which we, uh, have been doing this kind of things with uh, MSRT for a couple of years now, they know quite well the risks of uh, cleaning the user's machines against their will or without uh, their knowledge. Yeah, they do. And even with uh, less uh, severe threats in the past, we've seen, just with small patches, we've seen um, uh, some regression errors and things like that with, with OSX in the last few months. Um, if you go and look at the forums on the Apple site, you'll see all kinds of stuff like that. 
um, which used to be common in the Windows world and is now kind of migrating over to OS X, it seems like. Um, so, guys, do you – maybe start with you, Kostin. Do you expect to see more of this kind of um, – you know, drive-by-download uh, type behavior going on against Mac machines now that we've seen how successful it can be? Um, yeah, that's one thing for sure. And uh, let me share with you a story. So earlier, the, uh, earlier this morning, um, I uh, spoke to a couple of my friends who have Macs, and I asked them to check their own Macs uh, on our uh, new website. Uh, that's uh, flashbackcheck.com. And... Um, they were both of them. They were quite happy to see that they're uh, they're not infected. But the interesting thing here is that both of them had outdated Java versions. So both of them were actually mm. vulnerable to this exploit and could have been infected uh, should have uh, visited uh, one of the um, websites uh, which were responsible for the infection. And actually, I asked them why didn't you guys um, update Java? And one of them actually told me that he never saw a prompt from the operating system for the update. And the other one, so yeah, uh, I, I saw the warning uh, to update my uh, installation of Java, but I was doing something important, and uh, I just uh, <laughs> clicked cancel, so I didn't have time for that yet. Right, the Mac, that, this is an important point. The mindset of Mac users is not as trained as the mindset of Windows users to do. I mean, Windows users are a nightmare to get them to update, but in, 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 in many respects, Windows users have been trained uh, over the years because of their exposure and they're just dealing with malware issues on the Windows platform. I've been trained to, okay, recognize patches for what they are and apply patches. On the Mac, right. it's not the same. You know, these people are accustomed to clicking ignore. They're accustomed to ignoring that stuff because, you know what, there's no viruses for Macs. So there's a mindset issue here at play that leaves people exposed and will continue to leave people exposed for a long time until this kind of user education gets into Mac. The Mac and minds, you, you know? Ryan, do you think that, that that mindset comes from the attitude that uh, Apple has with regard to security? Well, I blame Apple, too. Apple has trained people. I mean, they've used it as part of their marketing machine. Apple, Apple has trained people to think that there's, you know, there's no, there's no security for Mac. I think the, 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 the video that's making the rounds right now is the, the uh, I'm a Mac, I'm a Mac guy uh, uh, taunting the Windows guy for sneezing. Yeah, uh, the famous 2006 commercial. Correct. Right, yes, which I love. It's, it's, uh, I think it's the ad is called Flashback, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. We should call it Flashback now. Flashback I'm pretty sure it is. That's what they've been training people to do. Before we go on, guys, one thing we want to plug, of course, is FlashbackCheck.com. FlashbackCheck.com is a Kaspersky Lab service for... Um, helping people to determine if their machine is in this botnet and providing, and if their their machine is indeed infected, providing some um, some cleaner instructions. Uh, Costin, what exactly does Flashback Check do? Well, it allows you to check quite uh, easily and quickly if your machine has been uh, reported as part of the botnet. And that's because simply um, the bot, uh, all the bots connect to 
predefined uh, certain predefined domains uh, in order to um, get instructions from their master and we have been able to take over some of these domains and uh, we have actually collected the statistics on the infected users by measuring the amount of um, UIDs received from these bots. So each bot um, sends us a unique hardware ID of the infected machine and basically by um, um, collecting all these IDs we offer the users a chance to see if their machines have been infected uh, by this uh, malware. So you, you only have to uh, basically find your UUID which is quite easy. We have instructions on the website on how to do that. It's a, actually a three steps procedure. Uh, you copy that, you type it into, you paste it into the uh, web form and you click submit and um, you can see if your machine has been reported as part of the botnet. Alternatively, you can download our uh, removal tool for free. So we have produced a free removal tool. And the removal tool will also, of course, check if your machine is infected and let you know if that is the case. Uh, what's, okay. what's the URL to find that removal tool? Does anyone know off the top of your head? It's, it's, in, it's in Alex's blog post today on securelist.com. Um, and when I clicked on the link, it just downloads the zip for you. So Correct. Uh, I'm not sure what the direct link is, Ryan, but um, if you go to securelist.com and look at the, the last post that Alex Gossett okay. made, um, the link is in there. I think you can find it also if, 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 you, if you can find it at support.kaspersky.com slash downloads. Okay. Um, All right. On, this, on the download section of our support site. But yeah, if you go to securelist.com, uh, the, the, the blog post announcing these tools has a direct link to the zip file. So, Kostin, have have you guys or any other researchers that you know of made any progress in uh, identifying and maybe communicating with the websites that are serving the exploits for this uh, for this malware? Is it just kind of a waste of time because there's too many? Well, yeah, and uh, they're they're being shut down. Um, I think by pretty much all people at the moment. Apple um, is quite aggressively shutting down every single resource they can get their hands off, be it uh, distribution point, uh, temporary command and control, or sinkhole aside. So they're quite aggressive trying to um, contain the infection. I think, and because of that, the uh, number of these websites has uh, greatly. Uh, diminished if not you know completely disappeared but I, I'm sure that um, this uh, will um, you know not be uh, the end of the uh, outbreak because it's always quite easy to find new websites and to drop the exploit code, on, code onto new websites and take advantage of new exploits to infect computers yeah always there's there's always new vulnerabilities um, there was some question last week as to whether there might have been some Windows machines that were that were um, communicating with these sinkhole CNC servers that you guys and, and other folks are running. Um, are you? Is everyone pretty confident at this point that that's not the case now? It's just Mac machines. Well, um, we of course at the beginning we were also kind of skeptical because uh, this was something that has never been seen before such a huge number of infected uh, macOS computers. 
yeah. However, we used uh, quite an effective technique, and uh, I'm pretty confident that the results are good. So basically, uh, we used a, a methodology called Passive OS Fingerprinting, and there is a quite uh, nice tool which is called P0F. Um, it's an open source uh, tool, and it allows you to identify the operating system uh, running on a client which is connecting to your server with a pretty good uh, degree of certainty. And in our case, we installed this um, tool on our servers, on our sinkholes, and we monitor the connections from the infected machines. And um, it was maybe not surprising to see that uh, 98.41 were correctly identified as being macOS 10.x. while the others, there was like a very small number of computers, which uh, this software identified as uh, being uh, Linux, and the rest of them were not identified. So uh, the chance of any of these uh, victims to be Windows is actually extremely, extremely low. The vast okay. majority, over 98% of them, appear to be Mac OS. That's, that's for sure. Okay. And do the number of... Bots connecting to the to the sinkhole server that you guys have, it seemed to drop pretty pretty sharply from Friday to Sunday. Um, do you expect that to continue, or what? What do you think is the reason for that that such a sharp drop off? Well. Um we, um, of course, uh, we have sinkholed other malware in the past, so we know that during the weekend the number of infected machines connecting to any sinkhole is going down. And uh, if we uh, look from a statistical point of view, it usually goes down to something like uh, 70% and then 60%. Uh, in, in our case, and this is quite interesting, during the weekend the number of connections they went down to 30%. So hmm. I don't know if it's, uh, this is because, uh, let's say, uh, Apple users, they take uh, the weekend more seriously. So instead of uh, working on their computers, they, you know, just go um, out for um, a barbecue or just uh, they take a small vacation. I don't know if that is the case, but definitely <laughs> um, the number of connections during the weekend went down, uh, let's say, in an abnormal way for any other normal sinkhole. So that, that can be, of course, because the, um, of, the, of all the awareness uh, around this story and because um, the computers are getting uh, disinfected. Right. Um, so, Ryan, as somebody who uses Macs all the time, almost exclusively all the these time. days, yeah, um, how, how, much, how much do you worry about malware right now as com- you know, compared to even like six months ago? Um, enough that I'm actually considering running an antivirus product on my Mac and my family's Mac machines. I have four Mac machines in this house. Uh, my my kids are growing up as Mac kids. Uh, and it's not because of malware issues. It's just from a usability standpoint. It's so much easier to use. It's nicer, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. uh, but from a security standpoint, I'm, I'm starting to reconsider my own, uh, my own, I don't want to say naivety, but... Um, my own uh, casual approach to security on a on the Mac, and it's not because in my in my mind I already knew there was there was uh, breaking into Mac machines was a reality. I mean, I go to point to one every year and see these guys do it uh, really really easily. But from a mass malware standpoint, we had not seen anything yet, so uh, yeah. the consideration is there to start uh, investing in anti anti malware. Uh, for my Mac machines, it's 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 an it's an eye opener for me. I'll tell you when I first heard about this botnet uh, late last week, 
I immediately had my doubts. Uh, I could yeah. not believe. You remember, you and I were bantering sure. about it on Twitter. Like I, I could not believe these numbers were accurate. So when these numbers came out, I had to eat a lot of um, my own words, and, uh, <laughs> and and it's 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 changed a lot of thinking in my mind. And I think uh, I think you'll start to see more of that among the Mac faithful, uh, not the not the crazy fanboys, but the, the faithful. Uh, yeah, people that are. There are some guys you can never get through to, so you have to discount no. those. No, but I, I do think that, like you said, the absence of any big mass malware outbreak was kind of a, a red herring. It made people think, oh, well, nobody's attacking OSX machines. I don't really need to worry about it. Right. We, the, the, the mindset was that, it, sure, it's theoretical. Sure, phone-to-one shows that it's theoretical. Code execution, uh, uh, you know, remote code execution issues is theoretical. But I think now that there's an actual, in the wild, practical example uh, yeah, will force people to rethink their own mindset. I think so too, and we also know that people were going after Macs with targeted attacks. It just wasn't as widely publicized as the ones against Windows machines. Correct, correct. And you know, so maybe this will serve to sort of uh, bring a little more attention to all of that. So, yeah, and maybe right, guys. we can get the people to update their Java installations. <laughs> I think that's a very good recommendation. Maybe we can get yeah. Mac. Maybe we can get Apple to stop wasting all that months and months and months shipping Java for Mac. I mean, getting people to update their Java installations is 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 passing the buck, in my opinion. I think it's 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 Apple's responsibility to make sure their users are protected. And every month that passes, that uh, that uh, an issue is known and a patch is available, and Mac users don't get that patch, is a black yeah. eye on Apple. And I think I think it's ridiculous. And I'd really like uh, you know someone from the Apple security team, and I know there's a bunch of guys there I talk to and girls there that I talk to, uh, uh, that I'd really like for them to give me a technical explanation as to why they have to do it themselves. It just may not be the high priority that, you know, that everyone wants it to be. It, I, I don't know whether that's the case, but it's possible. Uh, uh, hopefully that will so. change now. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. All right. All right, guys, thanks very much. Thank you. Austin, good to talk to you. Ryan, as well. So uh, I guess we'll keep an eye on this, and uh, everybody should... should Check out securelist.com and threatpost.com for uh, for more updates on all of this. And go patch your machines, people. Run software updates. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> all right, guys. All right, guys. Take it easy. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Combo and Kaspersky Lab, a world leader in internet threat protection for small, medium, and large enterprises. Visit Kaspersky.com for more information about their line of premium protection solutions. I'm doing the